previously on Motherhood on Tap. Lady, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about the one thing that I feel like all of my mom friends talk about, but never like really talk about. Mm -hmm. And that is the mental load. Women are often burdened with these so-called invisible tasks of the family. People don't even realize that they're doing or realize that are being done behind the scenes, like arranging and planning all family celebrations, including gift purchasing and wrapping, party planning, remembering mm. to call family members on their birthdays, mm. things like that. Mm. Family holidays, uh, camp or summer, summer activity signups, managing carpools, managing the kids' social calendars, p- the parents' social calendars, meal planning, babysitters, paperwork, like permission slips and all the stuff that goes to school. A uh, doctor or dentist or vet appointments, making sure that there's enough toilet paper stocked and mm. that everyone has the right size clothes for whatever they're growing in or out of and making sure that all the basic necessities are met and that everyone is emotionally stable. love her but but she damn just, she's had a week yes yes totally understandable yes and we are just yeah. like i mean she's so good with the baby it's not about that it's that she wants attention and she wants her way so she does little things mm-hmm. my couch i need to completely take all the cushions off and wash them at least i can be washing the machine but hopefully i could get ballpoint ink out and is she also kind of in the phase where she's like well Negative attention is still attention. Yes. Yes. Highly in that phase. Yes. Do you want me to go into the equalizing or did you want to go into your research? Uh, The the rest of my stuff is all about equalizing so we can both start chipping in ideas. All right. Well, most of my stuff starts off describing the mental load again. Mm -hmm. Um, And a few more numbers. Like in 2017, the Bright Horizons Modern Family Index found that working women are twice as likely to be managing the household and three times likely to be managing their kids' schedules as their male partners. And they suggest that this can lopside household responsibilities. And the author was saying how she got out of it was she got, she got pregnant with her second child and mm-hmm. she had that severe case of morning sickness where she had to take medication, which basically made her sleepy she had to sleep and her husband absolutely had to pick up stuff so she yeah. was she jokes he jokingly says incapacitate yourself then he has to yeah i've thought about that too because just like any other situation where you feel like there's an imbalance a lot of times what the experts will say is just the best way to stop enabling is to stop enabling yes yeah just quit doing the thing that allows them to keep up the behavior that you don't like yeah so that's and i was wondering about that because you know there's always the fear of well if i stop doing something is it just going to all fall to pieces or is the other person going to step up to the plate and actually do it yeah and i live in fear of that because way back in the day 
I did that over something else, and uh-huh. it all fell to pieces. <laughs> and so I have that fear of, like, he'll do it again. He'll just let it fall to pieces. <sighs> um, but her article is mainly in response to an article saying that men need to have longer, need to have paternity leave or longer paternity leave. Because studies yes. have shown that they s- actually will be able to physically see how much work it takes to manage the family. And plus, during that time when mom is still at home and dad is Recovering. already back at work, it, just like what you guys are doing now, you are taking a lot more of like, you know, the nighttime feedings and things like that, just because you are home during the day and he's not. But it goes, goes ahead and establishes patterns that often stay in place after oh, yeah. the mother goes back to work as well. I firmly believe I will start go being and I will be up at 5 a.m. and I won't be able to go back to bed when I go back to work. I will probably yeah. just feed her, lay her down, and just go get in a shower because I will think mentally, what's the point of me laying down for another hour when I should just get a shower and just get everything started? Yeah, so I agree. The longer... And I think there are actually studies that back this up, too. The longer men have for paternity leave, the better that balance is from the very beginning. Yes. And it also gives them better bonding time with the new baby, which is important. Yes. Um, there was a side note that showed that um, men who were raised by single mothers already know, see the amount of work it does to, to manage a family. So mm-hmm. it's, they're like in their whole new, they're in their own kind of category. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Like a boy raised by a single mother, he probably has to help do the laundry, has to help do the dishes because mm-hmm. she's working and providing and, and there's nobody else. Yeah. Okay. So, like you were saying, like, just let go of the enabling art could all fall to pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, while most chores and responsibilities can be equalized out, for women, there's still a low anxiety that lingers because of societal expectation from others. And they bring up a paper that's from 1996, like 24, almost 25 years ago. So this paper is called Thinking About the Baby, where the mothers spent more time worrying about being good mothers than men worried about being good fathers. Yeah. So, for example, um, mothers worry about bringing a sweater for the baby because they don't want the baby to get cold. But also, if the baby gets cold and they are unprepared, they will be judged for it, while a father probably won't be. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reason mothers worry more is because it's perceived that's what a good mother does. Right. And it's a f- frustrating unbalance. Yeah. And something else I'm suddenly realizing is... It's true that today's dads are wanting to be more involved as parents than ever before. That is absolutely true. Yes. So, in a way, it's kind of already built in their favor that anything they do is already seen as going like, wow, you're above and beyond what dads were ever doing before, even if it's still not as much as what the mothers are doing. Yeah. I've seen several different female comedians bring that topic up of like, oh, my husband did this, and it's like, He's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but if I do it, it's like, that's just Tuesday. Exactly. And it's it's that thing, too, of the father will do just a normal parenting task and will get so much, you know, wow, good for you. That's so awesome. And then if the mother does it, it's either unacknowledged or it's like, oh, yeah, that's just what she's supposed to do. Yeah. So I was I was saying that, like, if I went, I said, if you go on a field trip, it's just wonderful and loving Mm -hmm. that you take that time out of your busy day to go on a field trip. Me, it's, oh, wow, you, you showed up. It's cool. good that the mom finally came. And uh, meanwhile, at work, it's like, oh, she gets to take a day off just so she can go on her kid's school trip. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like, I have that weird dichotomy of I either let my kids down or I get that look at co- at work. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's got to go pick up her sick kid again. Um, so, so rebalancing the mental load. Yeah, Ooh. so rebalancing the mental load. So the first thing to do is have a real empathetic conversation about it. Yes. And they even say to show the comic. To, it helps. To your husband. I'm not partner. the best at explaining things. And so having a visual aid. Yes. Is good for me. Like just, just scroll down with it. Read it out loud. Do whatever you need to do. Men should not dismiss discussions of it. Don't say stop worrying so much. Um, that's a common response. Instead, be very empathetic. Offer help when possible. Mm-hmm. And try to stay on the same team. So think about things that are going um, going on with your partner or spouse because that's how that's how you're going to protect your relationship, um, and it will serve you and your baby and your family in the end. So overall, it's like how can we discuss this because I want our relationship to thrive. Yes, I'm not here to bash you. I'm here to. I'm here to figure out what's going on. You know, like, how can we get this, make it easier? Like, do you see me? I know the last time me and him had a discussion like this, I'm like, you see me stressed all the time. Do you want me like this? And he's like, no. And I said, do you want, what do you want? He's like, I want you to be calm and relaxed and loving and, you know, funny and laughing. I'm like, okay, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. And they have a link to a Times article within the parenting section. And they have these, like, step-by-steps. So the first one is understand your dynamic. Mm-hmm. What it, where is the imbalance? Identify the overall problem. Mm-hmm. And then start talking to your spouse or partner about it. Seek outside support if you need to. Yeah, sometimes so, sometimes you just need a referee or a neutral third party just to help you talk through very things. Very neutral third party is yeah. helpful. Um, and then make an emotional labor task list. And when I say emotional ones, it's like... <laughs> they put they put here um us it's like anything that you want to remind your partner to do something they put aka nagging mm-hmm. um but it's emotional thing like things that you know you unload the dishwasher help with your child's homework things things that you have to always feel like you have to remember to do and he mm-hmm. just brushes off so things like that and then focus on it says here focus on the person that you can change or can control which is mm-hmm. yourself yes so what, how can you express it differently? Like me telling my husband, stop saying we, because this is insulting. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, like you said, he wasn't trying to be insulting. He just looked around and was like, well, this is our house. So we, you know, and I, but I took it as that's his like undercutting way of saying you're being lazy. You need to do this. Mm-hmm. So I, instead of just staying angry all the time, I finally just said, why do you say it this way? Because it's Mm -hmm. so demeaning to me. Yeah. And once I said that, now I get, so if you're feeling up to it, do you mind like cleaning the cat litter for me this this time, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of thing? Or I'm sorry, I didn't get to the cat litter. Can you do that today? Kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So. Does it just feel more honest that way? It feels better when he's like, I didn't do it. Yeah. If you have time. And there's sometimes where, like, I'm, I fed the baby three, like, every three hours today, and she didn't want to take a nap. She wanted me to hold her. She wanted me to play with her and talk to her because she's getting older now. She wants mm-hmm. to interact. I was like, I didn't get none. Yeah. He's just like, okay. But I have to let go of, I'm not going to disappoint him if it doesn't get done. Like, yeah. I'll I'll apologize to him. And there's times where... 
I will sit at home and I'm like, like on a Saturday, if the girls just want me to play with them and I play with them and I'm lazy and I'm like, I didn't get any of the housework done. Your dad's going to be so mad. One time Sabrina looked at me. She's like, no, he's not. He's never mad. You always Aww. say that and he's never mad. I'm like, yeah, you're right. He isn't Aww. mad. She's like, he's never mad, mom. He doesn't care. That's why you love that girl. I know. She is a pistol, but I love her. She is insightful. She is wise beyond her years. And sometimes that gets her cocky. (laughs) So that is my research is, I think it's not so much men. Like we said, we're not male bashing. I don't think it's so much men are assholes. Men are selfish. I think it's a societal thing that if they... I mean, what what do you always hear about is like, you know, kids learn from their parents. They learn mm-hmm. by the actions that they see. Yep. And if they see only mom doing it, then that's, they think that's just mom's. Like this mm-hmm. weekend, I about go, I almost went crazy. I was like, why do you have to keep asking me something? Your dad is standing right there. Ask him. Yeah. Ask him to do something. <laughs> Ask him to open the yogurt. Ask him to answer that question. Like. But it's because he works a lot. And mm-hmm. most of the time he works on the weekends. So they're, they're used to just having me there. Right. And even he's like, come ask me. Ask me for help. Mom is busy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Multiple resources. Yeah. He, I mean, he's even saying, like, don't leave me hanging. I'm here. So um, this actually transitions really nicely because most of my tips are more of go do X, Y, Z. So after you've had the conversation that Pamela has just talked to you about. Oh, sweet. I'd want to know how to execute it. Here are some things that you can try to actually execute. This first one really stuck out to me. When you start actually trying trying to split up tasks, a new way of splitting up tasks, try to do it in such a way that counts for both physical and mental workload. So there might be things that are easy to execute, but those are the ones that are on your brain all the time, Mm -hmm. try to transfer some of those over as well. So, like, delegating? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, delegating the task to to him? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's your job to make make the grocery list every week, or it's your job to... You would never have anything but milk. Hypothetically, he'll learn. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, it's not just your job to... It's not your job to think of a present and then him to go out and buy it for somebody. It's, all right, all the gift giving for this occasion is up to you. You figure it out. You shop for it. You wrap it. You do it. Like, beginning to end. Yeah, I left that to him two weeks ago. I was like, look, I totally forgot about this birthday party for her friends. They were twins. Uh-huh. And I was like, I just, I didn't I didn't get a gift. And I said, it's tomorrow. He's like, okay, so we'll leave by 9 o'clock. We'll go to Walmart. And he's like, could you... Would you mind texting their mom and asking, like, for some ideas? So I did. And I said, this is what their mom said. And he said, okay, got it. And so he brought the gift. He wrapped it in the car. And, and it felt good. It felt good not to be in a state of panic. I was like, and I even had this moment. And I don't know if it's the antidepressants or I'm just too tired to give a shit. Mm-hmm. I just sat on the couch and I was like, so if you're going to take them and you want to bring a gift, you're going to have to go before the, because mm-hmm. it's like 7 p.m. Sorry. So, and it worked out. He wasn't mad. He's like, all right, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? This is great feeling. Mm -hmm. I'm not stressed. Um, Another thing, and this is something, this is what I was talking about earlier when you mentioned having Mark take care of more of his own stuff is don't pull each other into the other's mental load. So that means you, the adults, be responsible for your own toiletries, doctor's appointments, your own families, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
So, in a way, just act like independent functioning adults in this area. You know, as if you were two single people, you would already be accounting for these things independently anyway. Mm -hmm. I am truly am taking notes right now. She can see me typing. <laughs> and I'm like um, nodding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Check. Uh-huh. The next one is learn new skills. So I think we all know that certain chores end up on each person's to-do list just because of skills they already possess. And that's things like, you know, cooking, yard work, car maintenance, things like that. And this goes both ways, too, because there, there are tons of things that Matt knows how to do that I don't. Or that I haven't felt the need to learn because well, he can do it. But take the time to be like, okay, next time you do this, Pamela, can I watch you do it so that I can learn something? Mm -hmm. And then the time after that, I'm going to try doing it and let you kind of observe and give me feedback. And then after that, I, sh I in theory, would be able to do that task. Okay. Because some of those things are bigger than others. Like, Learning to cook is a massive undertaking, but you can learn individual recipes. Or, you know, come with me for to the next parent-teacher thing so that you, if you haven't met the teacher already, you know them, you've interacted with them. So if next time, you could go by yourself and be comfortable doing it kind of thing. And same thing, you know, if there's something that he is solely responsible for that you want to learn or be able to do just in case, that's something you can learn from him. I will say my chronic sinus issues as well as my sinus surgeries have pushed him towards being like the birthday party uh -huh. parent and the school parent mm -hmm. because he had no choice. Right. Like, I, I mean, if I had a major sinus infection, like I can't drive. I'm dizzy. Sometimes mm -hmm. I have a fever, but for the most part, I'm dizzy. So and that's I really limiting. quite. Like, my, it'll mess up. My vision's already nasty as it is, but, uh -huh. like, it'll sometimes make it a little blurried. And so, I just want to sleep. And so, it's kind of like, well, guess I'm taking them to the party this weekend kind of uh -huh. thing. And um, don't, and he's like, well, I don't want to disappoint her because I, you know, because I don't feel like taking her. You know, you mm -hmm. just, we already said we're going to go, so we're going to go. And he's yeah. very much, I think the military in him, he's very much, I made the commitment. So, I'm going to do it. it. Yeah. And the other good thing about this is taking the time to teach each other is that it prevents both of you from falling back on the excuse of, well, I just don't know how to do it. Oh, God. Yeah. Here yeah. So becoming more well-rounded individuals, both of you. Um, sort of <laughs> on the same line, uh, transfer, transfer of the resources slash information. So this is just a very practical thing of ensure that you both have access to passwords and account information for bills, medical information, child care, so that both of you can cover those areas if needed. And I admit this is something that Matt and I need to work on a little bit because he takes care of a lot of our bills, where I'm perfectly fine with paying them, but all the stuff goes to his email and or comes in the mail. So I can see the stuff that comes in the mail, but I don't get the email notification. So it's like, okay, if for some reason you're out of town or you're out of touch and I need to take care of it. I don't have all the info right here with me. So it's I just am the mat in the, in that yeah. situation. So, but I give it to him. He just doesn't look. Yeah. And I, I get so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but we've gotten better where he trusts me when I say it's not a good time financially or whatever. And, yeah. um, when I said there was a time where, I was enabling and I let go. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the side note, but yeah. 
um, we were newly married, and he was just like, you know, where's the money going? We had one of those fights where, like, where's the money going, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, fine. You think you can handle the bills and you can do all of that? Then it's yours. Mm, Fun. I got to notice that the lights are going to be turned off. Water was going to get turned off. Cable. Because he totally forgot. Girl, are you serious? Yeah, totally forgot. Cable got shut down for a little while. Yeah. And he's Ooh. in a state of panic. Our cell phone bill, our cell phones almost got turned off. And like, because you get like the pink. Yeah. You get the final notice. You get mm-hmm. all of those. And he's like, what the hell happened? And I'm like, I t- you said you were going to take it. And he's like, well, I thought you might check up on me. I'm like, you said mm-hmm. you were going to take it. Mm-hmm. So I had to call and be like, sorry, we missed here. And then, I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, when they find, do the final stuff, it's been like a month or two. Yeah. And so I'm like, you didn't notice the phone calls or anything? He's like, I just, I don't answer a number I don't know. And I'm like, okay, but they leave voicemails. Yep. So we have. That's a sobering realization. That's why, but that was way back when we were in our early 20s mm-hmm. and newly married. But yet, that's still in the back of my mind. And I know he's matured a lot more, mm-hmm. and I don't think he would do that, but... You have, you've you seen the worst-case scenario play out. <laughs> yes. And so now, like, when our power goes out, like, if something, like, a transformer blows or something, he's like, did Mark. you... Mark! Well, no, you know, he'll turn and look at me and be like, did you pay the electric bill? And I'm like, yes, I paid it, yeah. dude. Like, look, the rest of the neighborhood is out. It's obviously something's wrong. Because he instantly goes there like, was that something I was supposed to do? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> so, funnily enough, you talk about, well, weren't you going to remind me? Um, another part that can be difficult is skip the reminders. Oh. Or reminding each other. And this can often be the hardest change for moms to make. Yes. Because once you hand over the resp- a responsibility to your spouse, don't help them limp along by continuing to do constant reminders unless it's literally a life and death thing well in some ways so my husband has some effects from being a combat soldier Mm -hmm. that he doesn't have the best short-term memory so when Mm -hmm. i say he has a notebook and he has all of that together he literally has every little thing for his work in the notebook i didn't say that other things can't remind him just not the spouse. Just not me. Yes. So, so I could take his phone and set up reminders for him? You could. Or you could teach him how to do them for set up his own Oh, well, reminders he could. I could just text him and be mm-hmm. like, put this in your calendar. Yes. So that's, that's something that we, despite this whole conversation, I do not have the best memory for things. I yeah. literally have daily reminders on my phone to take my prenatal vitamins and all that kind oh, of no, stuff. Oh, no, I have them, too. So, that's why I get fretted, because I have a reminder to remind him on yeah. things, and it's hard. And so, and I've told, I've had this conversation multiple times with Matt of, like, you know, hey, just remind yourself, you know, have that once or twice a week reminder to go empty kitty litter. He's like, well, I'll see it, and then I'll forget about it. I'm like, well, then just don't check it off until you've done it, because it'll keep popping up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Get them to use technology or whatever means they need to do the reminding so that it's not you. Because then you're still carrying a mental load and it causes tension between the two of you. Mm -hmm. So It does. Yeah. And again, not all people want to go that route, but... Try, get them to try at least, you know, do a pilot of it and see if that mm-hmm. helps. I need another shot of this. Go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day when I can put this into use. Put your kids to work. 
Let me tell you, I am struggling with putting Mm -hmm. our kids to work. So I could, I have probably pinned every chores, task, Mm -hmm. responsibilities, thing, game, chart, whatever. I can't. Every mind trick you could possibly use. I can't sing. Like one week, they're so good. They're sweeping and picking up toys and doing Mm -hmm. this, doing that. And the next week, it's like, oh my God, my arms are going to fall off. It hurts so bad to clean. You're like, I have no sympathy. So I, this is an area where I have no room to give any kind of advice because I'm not at this phase yet. But, but you can slowly have her pick up her yes, toys and put them away. I'm just more putting away. it out there for, this is an option also. For like me. <laughs> yeah. And also, this is something I thought was interesting too, and this is the really hard part, because as all parents will know, even if your kids are old enough to do chores, you still get the lovely task of nagging them and making sure <sighs> that they're doing them. So, is this enough? This is what I hear. Is that enough pickup? Is that enough cleanup? Mm-hmm. And sometimes she'll be like, Mom, I cleaned my room. And I go, and it's all, she cleans like her, her father. Mm-hmm. She picks everything up, puts it on top of the dresser. She kicks it under, and I see mm-hmm. it underneath the bed. And I'm like, you know what? It's put away somewhere. It's off the floor. Out of sight is out of sight. Yep. Um, again, I don't know quite how to do this, but I like this idea is, Putting your kids to work includes teaching them to manage their own chores so that you don't have to. Hmm. And again, it's it's one of those things of, Is a okay, six-year-old too young to do that? I don't I know. Don't, I don't think so. And it's not... You've got to scale the responsibility to the age. So your child's capable of seeing when their room is getting dirty. I, so how do we find a way to reinforce of... Okay, this is the expectation that you clean your room up once a week or whatever it is. And if that doesn't happen, this is going to be the consequence. So, you know, finding a way to motivate them to keep an eye on their own stuff. Yeah. So that you don't have to manage it for them. I have seen on Pinterest and I thought, sorry for the owning. How dare you? I know. It's getting past my bedtime. I'll say all the vodka. I've had like four shots. I feel (laughs) so good right now. I really um, am going to have to drive you home tonight. <laughs> Matt following. So, what was I saying? Uh, kids oh, I saw something on Pinterest stuff, yeah. where it's a morning and afternoon routine checklist, but it's like cut little pieces of paper with magnets. Uh-huh. And so it's like brush your teeth. And when they're done, they flip it up and it's like a toothbrush. So it shows that they uh-huh. have done that for the day. Uh-huh. And so at night, after they finish their nighttime thing, like the last one is like, get ready for the morning and they undo their morning checklist for the next morning. And mm-hmm. it's like eat breakfast, brush your teeth, get dressed, that, grab your backpack, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, hmm. and I pinned that because I was like, I could start doing that. Because, I mean, it's hard for my husband to remember that she needs, Sabrina needs a water bottle and a snack and she usually buys lunch at school. So I don't worry about that. But she needs to remember to bring her folder most of the time, they need to wear tennis shoes. Aurora needs her glasses. He forgets mm-hmm. all the time about her darn glasses. And she hates them, so she's not going to remind him. Yeah. So, you know, by the end of the night, she's like, Mommy, my eyes hurt. And, like, her legs are all bruised and arms are bruised up. And I'm like, Girl, you don't can't see where you're going. And she's like, Yes, I can. I'm like, No, you don't. Your eyes are like mine. 
Stop it. You inherited the blindness. Well, yeah, because she has astigmatism. So mm-hmm. if a lot of people that don't know understand that, it's like when your corneas of your eyes go completely flat. Mm-hmm. So you lose depth perception. That's so if you see a lot of people tripping or they fall easily or they look like they're going to run into a door or something like that, it's because you don't know how far it is or yeah. how far the drop is. So, yes, my poor little three-year-old is badly bruised up today after not having her glasses. So, I thought about that. I was like, that could be really helpful for both of them. Like, Mm because at night, sometimes he forgets to tell them to go brush their teeth or he forgets to, you know, there's certain little things like Mm -hmm. in the summer to give them, excuse me, their allergy medication and things like that. So, that way it would, it would be. And especially with multiple kids, you know, there's some things that every kid needs, but then there are things that like just Aurora needs or just Sabrina needs. So yes, something that can help keep everything straight. I'm sure yes. helps. Like when Sabrina has her reflex messing up, she needs mm-hmm. to have her Zantac, and if Aurora mm-hmm. needs her nose sprayed, and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. All kinds of fun yeah. things. Um, and then when you get into the teenage years, <laughs> kids can be taught and or expected to do things like make their own appointments, make their own lunches, so on and so forth. Because you were the one that was telling me that you had to do your own appointments when you were in high school, right? Yes. When I turned, I think I was a freshman even, Mm -hmm. because my mom's like, because I had a lot of extracurriculars. Yeah. And then I started working part-time when I was 15, and my mom would just be like, here's the number. I don't know what your schedule is. I can't keep up. And so I would call, and they would be like, how old are you? I'm like, 15. Mm Mm-hmm. And You're making your own appointment? I'm like, uh, yeah. And it's a skill that you got to learn eventually anyway, so might as well learn it then. Yeah, like, I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I have originally have this and I need to reschedule it because I'm working these two days, but I'm free on mm-hmm. Thursday and Friday afternoons and I would, like, move everything around. And yeah. I had, I remember starting carrying a planner when I was, like, in sixth or seventh grade because mm-hmm. I would keep track of when all my tests and exams were, but then any extracurricular stuff I did and then appointments that I mm-hmm. did because... I rode the bus home because my sisters were home. Mm -hmm. But if I had an appointment, that meant my mom was picking me up. So I knew not to go to the bus area. I had Mm -hmm. to go to the car rider area. Like, I had to remember things like that. Yeah. And my mom's like, if you forget, we're all screwed kind of thing. And there was a couple of times where I forgot. And it was in the times before cell phones. Yes. Honestly, Cell phones probably would have saved me sometimes, but in a way, I'm kind of glad I didn't have it because Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have made me as organized Mm -hmm. that way. But yeah, in high school, I I had to make my own appointments, um, pack my own lunches because my mom back in the day used to be very picky and she'd be like, I don't know what the hell you want to eat anymore. So (laughs) you fix it yourself. And And again, it's, you know, why keep that extra work on yourself when they are more more than capable of doing it. Yeah, and I mean, I was the last one, too, so she was like, I'm done. Like, she, I think... Like, just raise yourself, you're fine. Like, the time <laughs> I was 15, she was just kind of like, whatever. And I mean, mm-hmm. I even had a checklist, because around, before I started working, I remember telling people that summer before my sophomore year, I couldn't work, but both of my sisters were... They lived at home, but mm-hmm. they were working before they went to college. Or my oldest sister was living at home before she went, she transferred to ECU. Mm-hmm. And then my other sister was going to go to Wilmington. So they're working. My, both my parents are working. I'm home alone, 14 year old. And mm-hmm. people probably thought I partied. No. Every morning I got up, I went downstairs, I ate breakfast, and I had a list sitting on the kitchen counter. Mm hmm. 
And on that list, it would have what she wanted me to do that day or for the week, Mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, my parents had a pool and my mom would always put on the bottom, if this is not done and I find you in the pool, you will not get in that pool the rest of the summer. Right. Or you will not have a life. It would be something very threatening. And (laughs) my mom was, she would make it happen. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw that fat woman at five feet push a footstool over and take two bedroom doors off the hinges. You don't mess with my mama. Mm -mm, You don't mess with mama. So... Yeah, same kind of thing. Like, yeah. I I only had a couple of temporary jobs here and there when I was in high school during the summer. So, yeah, when I was at home, the expectation was, okay, you got plenty of free time, but when we leave a list for you, we expect it to be done. Yes. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yes, and I grew up in a house where the dishes did not pile up in the sink. Mm-hmm. If the dishwasher is dirty, it gets put in the di- dishwasher. If, if the dishwasher is clean... When it's done, you, you go and load it. it. Yep. And I, I have, I fell out of that habit when I was in college because several of the first places I lived at didn't have a dishwasher, right. so we had to wash by hand. So you would wait till, or I would wait till I had a significant amount because mm-hmm. I didn't want to like waste the water. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, so I, like ten yeah. years from now, you're going to be great <laughs> when all the kids can do their do their own stuff. I think Pam's going to punch me in the face. <laughs> no, just the thought of it. Like I said, I've been very weepy <sighs> today. The thought of Sabrina being 16 is going to make me cry. Sorry. Good girl. I've been very weepy lately. I don't understand. I don't know if it's a It's called, I'll say, it's postpartum. It's totally oh, You're allowed to be weepy. It's like just crying. It's just the sheer fact of <laughs> it all. Sorry. Oh, you're good. The next tip on the list, and this kind of is a continuation of the heart-to-heart conversation, but have a weekly family meeting. Um, So it helps you to specifically plan for the week ahead and divvy up responsibilities because, you know, not every week is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, even if no specific actions are taken at a given meeting, it helps keep each other informed of the mental load the other person is carrying. Yes. So it helps make the invisible visible, if nothing else. We don't have like a set schedule weekly meeting, but there's times where I'm like, after I'll tell them at dinner, I'm like, mm-hmm. when we get them to sleep, mm-hmm. I need to run stuff by you. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay. And so he gets in bed, his phone's on the other side of the room. And sometimes I'll say, no, I need your phone. I need you to put some stuff in your calendar. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. And then sometimes I'm like, leave the phone. We yeah. need to talk. And he's like, okay. So, so I have found that in our bedroom, in our bed, is the best time because the mm-hmm. kids are asleep and we can actually have a core Yeah, minimal distractions. Yeah, yeah, if the baby will sleep. It's yeah. about time to transition her to a crib so I, <laughs> so we can really have a conversation and sleep. Because she's noisy. All of my babies are noisy when they sleep. Snuffle, snuffle, snuffle. They sound like Looney Tunes cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> so cute. Uh, and so my last few, these aren't specific things, but they're more just like things to keep in mind. So first of all, always remember that there will always be new unassigned mental loads that pop up and you just got to figure out a good way as a family to address them as opposed to one person automatically taking those on. Don't, and you told me this piece of advice and I like rolled my eyes at it a year ago, but I totally see the value in it now. Don't get caught up in creating an exact 50-50 balance. Yes, don't do it. It's not going to work. It's it's, not going to happen. It's really not 
possible. Yeah, no matter, you totally no ma- hated me when I said that. I'm like, you can't. I'm you like, can't no, do I'm it. determined to earn. And I was like, you can't. If you can do it. You're like, oh, you'll learn. Just sh- sit down. Well, <laughs> I just kind of was like, if you can do it, I will come and I will watch and I will observe and I will learn. I will but, sit at your feet and I will learn. I was like, but it is truly impossible on any given week. I, and I even said to you, mm-hmm. there's going to be some weeks where you finally notice that Matt's doing more than you are. Mm-hmm. Only just because something's going on, like you're sick. Yeah. Or you're taking care of a baby or something like that. And then it'll flip around and you're doing mm-hmm. 80% of it. Like you just yeah. have to. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Get it to where it's at a manageable level that everyone's happy yes. for. And yeah, because the, the tit for tat comparison can make you feel like enemies and really build up that resentment mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier. So make it. I make call it, it manageable. A, I call it a leveled balance. Like, what yeah. are you willing? Like, what what makes you feel? <sighs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be fifty fifty, but yeah, what makes you feel that peace? Yes, exactly. And finally, just remember, it's a strategy that constantly needs to be recalibrated. It yes, is not a one I can and done. That. So again, having that frequent check in can help with that. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. And I will say that week that check-in, like, me and him are, you know, because I'm going back to work soon, we were talking mm-hmm. before, when we were having our event session before recording, I was talking about how my daycare's fees have gone up again, and we mm-hmm. were, and he said, we're going to have to get a babysitter and have our, every couple of months we have a financial meeting, mm-hmm. where me and him sit, I sit with my big old planner, literally, yeah. it's like a notebook, we sit down and... The last time we did it, it was really helpful because he was basically a third party in that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we could cut down on this and we can do this and we can do that. And yeah. can you find out if you can change the due date on this? And things that I hadn't thought of. Right. Or I probably would have, but it would have taken me a while. Mm-hmm. And it was just nice to have somebody say, you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Here are some suggestions. Yeah. A fresh set of eyes sometimes helps. And it's hard not to be defensive, especially when you do feel like you're carrying the bigger load of like, I'm doing more. You should be happy with however I'm doing this. But yes. we you do have to eat some humble pie. Well, I was at that point where I was like, hell, help me. I don't yeah. know anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've had to work on not being defensive yes. when Matt gives suggestions. Because again, it's all coming from a good place. And then I was just spinning it around in my head because I was getting pissed off about other things. Yeah, he was helping me clean up. Not this weekend, but the previous weekend, mm-hmm. helping me clean up the house. And he's like, someday, I'm, we're going to have enough money. We're going to have a housekeeper. And I just, and he always does that when he's trying, when he's helping me clean. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it just got under my skin. And I turned around and looked at him and I was like, will you hush about that and just clean? And he's like, why do you always get so upset? And I said, it's not that I don't think we can ever afford it. It's just, it always seems like when you have to put forth the effort to clean, Mm-hmm. That's when you want to bring up a housekeeper. Yeah, I remember that from the Endless Chores episode, too, of, like, often the rebalancing, it doesn't happen with the men taking on more from the women. They it's outsource more it. gets outsourced. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's also part of the mental load ca- cartoon is, yeah, some women may end up starting to do less, but then it starts getting outsourced. And you still have to track that. Yeah. So, it is a work in progress. We love our husbands dearly, and we're going to keep trying to make it the best balance we I can. I do. I do Yeah. I know. I sound like I'm, I'm at the end of my rope, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like you said, when you're talking about everything needs to be recalibrated, a, a friend 
gave me a really good piece of advice when I was pregnant with Sabrina. Just remember when you have a baby, it will amplify all the good in your relationship, but it will also amplify all of the negative. Yes. So make sure that the things that are really like needling at you, Mm -hmm. you address that before because it's really going to get bigger. And you think it would change, you think it would change when you, you know, more kids you have, it'd be less like that. Mm -hmm. But actually, you're adding another human, you're adding a little more stress, you're changing your dynamic. So I'm kind of giving him a little bit of grace. And I'm trying to give myself some more grace Mm -hmm. and just say, you know what, it's okay. So that's mental load. (laughs) Stop apologizing. That's another thing of my mental load. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun when your friend and co-host always yells at you about it, too. What's funny is I even text you how sorry I am about stuff, and you're like, quit! And I'm like, stop it! <laughs> like, save your sorries for occasions when they're actually warranted. And even then, I'll be like, oh, girl, it's okay, don't worry about it. And you're like, no worries, stop apologizing. I'm like, but I can't help it. Ugh. As Sabrina says, click it. I don't know why she says that, but sometimes like she'll get mad and she'll be like, click it, Aurora, click it. And Aurora's like, you click it. And I don't understand why we're clicking oh, it. hip children's I'm like, phrases. Is, that, is mm. that a new way of saying shut up is click it? Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Gretchen. Gretchen. She doesn't even go here. You can't sit with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone knows that on Wednesdays. We wear. we wear pink. All right, that girl. This conversation—it feels good to talk about this stuff. It's hard. It feels good to just air it out and, and just to show you. I really yeah. did take notes. You did take notes. I did. I made a little checklist. I offered a helpful thing. Yeah. So the the tips that I put together—they were compiled from a couple of different sources. One is um, workingmother.com, and the other is lifehacker.com. And we'll share the links for both of those on our. Uh, web page. Yeah, and then the the modest proposal for equalizing the mental load is from a New York Times article that actually was published in June, so it's very... I tried to get as recent mm-hmm. as I could. And for real, even if you don't normally look at the links and stuff that we post, please go and look at em- Emma Klitt's uh, you should have asked comic. And it's I will put a, I will put brilliant. a link to that because I, I love it. And it's such a good illustration. It's one of those where it's such a good way of illustrating and verbalizing what you might be feeling but you might not know how to put into words yes cool well oh i think we're all tired i need to go lay down now. i do i yeah. do i need a snack i say do you need I me need to drive you home i need something salt I, I think i brought something salty to absorb the- all right well we're gonna go dry out pamela it's gonna be fun well until then <laughs> i'm sarah duncan i'm sarah duncan and i'm pamela walker dees bye bye Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is by Yov Aliagon. Be sure to check out the Motherhood on Tap page on Facebook. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really helps to get the word out about the show. You can subscribe and follow Motherhood on Tap on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other podcast apps. If you have questions or funny stories, you can email us at motherhoodontap at gmail.com. Partner with us on Patreon.com for special bonus episodes and help keep this podcast and the two of us in business. Till next time. time.